Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's good, y'all? What up, though? Smacky back. I'm just take a deep breath. And we just jumped off the porch. Dirty glove, all right y'all so we have risk taker d boy and miss rocky bad off the porch today how are y'all feeling great good good chilling so how long are y'all staying in atlanta for um, i think we're here for the weekend a couple of days like a weekend type deal what y'all plan on doing? Where y'all plan on going? We went, to, no, we went, yeah. What was the name of that? Uh... First of all, we gotta tell the real truth. <laughs> we had a horrible first oh. day. Oh my God. Like, yeah. you know, they be having them Airbnbs, them bitches be looking tricky. Oh, was it like suspicious on the outside? Yeah, like we outside, there's <laughs> like seven people out there. I'm like, all right, we didn't see somebody get punched. Somebody <laughs> Wait, where, 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 where Man, was y'all at? <laughs> where, where was y'all at? Listen, Atlanta is crazy. I love Atlanta. Listen, mm -hmm. I love Atlanta, but Atlanta is crazy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they was all outside and it was crazy and the pictures didn't look like the Airbnb. <laughs> you hear me? So, it's like, they finessed us. Love it. We, we got a pot of dirt up. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wait, so y'all got in there and then y'all left? Yeah, we had yeah. to cancel that. Yeah. They all in the parking lot. Covering up the sign that say "Don't pay people," they you know they trying to take your money and park you. Oh no no no! no. I mean, like for the most part, what was a little annoying for me was it seemed like the later it got, the more doors that slammed. Like it just seemed like everybody was slamming their doors. It was just crazy. And that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like just hearing the door slam all night. Ooh, well, I'm glad that, you know, y'all got up out of there because ain't no telling <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> no. um, now, D-Boy, you are from Detroit. What part of the city are you from? I'm from the west side. I'm from uh, from Plymouth. Plymouth and Greenfield area. So how was, what was it like for you growing up there? Um, I mean, for real, to be honest, I moved around a lot. You know what I'm saying? So like I might have stayed with my mama, my grandma, my other grandma, my dad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I guess when people be like, where you from? Like that's where I'm from, but I'm really from everywhere, technically. You know what I'm saying? But that's where I grew up or I would say I'm from. You know what I mean? So, but. Now with you moving around everywhere, which state would you say was like probably one of your favorites? Atlanta. This is, I moved here. That, that's my son over there. Um, he's from here. 
uh, I like your hair. I like your hair. It's bigger. You know what I'm saying? I think like Detroit is so small that it's like a fucking a fucking uh, social media or a city in the social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody know everybody. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like big ass high school for real. Mm-hmm. Either you popular or you ain't, every, some type of way, everybody know everybody. So I like it here because it's more like you can see so many people that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just go do stuff. <laughs> In Detroit, we can't do that. You really? Know what I'm like, so, yeah, I like it here. This was the only other place I lived. I lived in Jacksonville, Florida, too, when I was younger, but I don't really remember. So it would be Atlanta. Now you got a lot of culture in you because you got Detroit, you got Florida, and you got Atlanta. Yeah. So pretty much music-wise, like you didn't have a taste of like every state. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say Florida. It's probably between here and Detroit. You know, because I was younger, I probably wasn't even really into music then. Now, what age did you officially jump off the porch? Now, what you mean by that? <laughs> when you officially stepped up on your own, like getting into all type of shit. Okay, off the porch, off the porch. Yes, you know, off, the porch. Type of off the porch. Um, I was about 14, 15. I had gotten told my mama, she was mad about something. She put me out. And from there, I think, I, I, I want to say I never went back, but I did, but it was like, cause I was on tap there or something for like two or three months and then I was gone. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, once I got a taste of like doing what I want to do, that's what I'm going to do forever. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I, that's how that ended up happening. Now 15 is really young to be jumping off the porch. So how were you able to really like hold your own out there like that? Well, me for real, I never really been the type of dude that like be in big groups or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I really was with the older people that was like, you know what I'm saying, my mama age for real because my mama young. So some of my friends is her age, you know what I'm saying? So they kind of took me under their wing and, you know, showed me some stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I never was, had peer pressure because these niggas already had this shit or they already been doing this for years. So they just showing me, you know what I'm saying, what not to do. So I feel like if I would've got caught up in some groups, I would've really got caught up in trying to prove myself. You know what I'm saying? And been there in jail or some shit like that. Now, during your time of jumping off the porch, what's like the most craziest situation that you've been through? Now, now, now what you mean? You mean like from the beginning or like just from from now? Just through life in general. Oh man, craziest thing that happened to me? Like if you could think on some stuff, you was like, damn, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out this situation. Like, Oh shit, some niggas trying to kill me before. We was we was we was friends. That was the fucked up part. We was friends, and uh, me and my other man's was in this house, in this apartment building, shit out of town, and uh, we had stopped and was waiting on somebody, and we stopped at this girl house. I called her like, "Hey, I'm outside," you know what I'm saying? But she didn't even know I was coming. I'm like, "All right, we go upstairs." We in there for a minute. He called me, but shit, we was on something else. So I just kind of blew him off. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna call you so I get done. He's like, all right. 
Boom. So we chilling. Next thing you know, like he come in the apartment. Somebody knocking on the door, he come in the apartment. I'm like, fuck. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I ain't thinking nothing. Like, I don't know. So he walking around and shit and looking for shit. And I don't know what he doing. He like reaching on top of the cabinets. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but I guess like my attendance wasn't really aware of nothing because I know you. That's what I guess I thought. And um, shit, me and bro was sitting in the room. He came in there and shit, he upped the pistol on us like shit, uh, give it up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what? He shot me. Boom. Like, damn. <laughs> you feel me? So, I, at this time, like, I don't I, I think this was five years ago. Mm-hmm. August 26th. Five years ago. So, I probably was 25. I had never been shot. You know what I'm saying? So I instantly think I'm about to die. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, that shit happened. And it's, you know, a long story to that. But, yeah, that was fucked up. Um... Me and my mans end up making it out of that shit and getting where we need to go. You know, whatever happened to him, happened to him and shit. And like, that really changed my my thought process on a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That really changed my thought process on if a motherfucker ever did anything that made me think weird, like, I got to really... I would be a fool, you know what I'm saying? Because in that situation, I ended up getting shot twice and my mans ended up getting shot too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? You know, it was bad for him, but shit. You know, I just been, ever since then, I think I've been different. That was very, like, traumatic. Because you don't know if you're going to die. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if you're going to go to the hospital and they didn't fucking shot an artery or something and you about to fucking pass out. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I got shot in my collarbone and my foot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was nothing like a big deal. You know what I'm saying? I still feel it sometimes, but you know what I'm saying? That was probably, that was the craziest shit that ever happened to me in my life. And I know after that, especially since you said, like, it was somebody that you know, you thought you was cool with, your perspective on people probably changed a lot. That shit came from that. Social media shit. Like, yo, niggas be hating, bro. Niggas be jealous. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like if a nigga see you post a hundred thousand, and then like they be like, yeah, bro, I'm fucked up. Like you think you can, you know what I'm saying? Give me a band or you know throw me a bag or something. And you be like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you can never say no when you got it. You know what I'm saying? So I think. Overall, it was one of them type of situations, but shit, we, you know, uh, we can only go over what I think. Now, what would you say is the biggest risk you had to take that paid off? Shit. When it comes to work, communication is key. Even if you don't have a writing job, sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. 
the right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at Grammarly.com slash podcast. <laughs> I don't know. See, it, I'm, I'm difficult. I'm difficult because <laughs> I need to know exactly what you mean. Like, how you want he me to ask? He will ask you a million questions. Because I got to get, I got to know what, what you. What is it that he is about to answer? Because I'm not answering it the wrong way. Yeah. I ain't going to look stupid yeah. ever. No, <laughs> like, you're answering the question is absolutely amazing. Like, no, I'm saying, but because I, mean, I want to know what I'm answering, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, when we talk about risk, basically, like, the, a sacrifice, like a big sacrifice that you've had to make that actually paid off for you. I mean, I ain't gonna lie with this rap shit. Like, that shit is a sacrifice in your motherfucking privacy. You feel me? That's the biggest sacrifice I gave up is having my privacy. I can't do nothing. I can't go nowhere. Like, you can't fucking sit in the parking lot, somebody taking pictures, send it to her. I see your nigga in the parking lot. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I see a nigga here. I see your girl here. I seen her with this nigga. Like, this her best friend or some shit. Like, everything. You can't post nothing. Like, you can't do shit. You can't take a picture of two meals. I'm like, where Rocky at? Rocky don't eat that. You feel me? Like, who shit is that? Bro, these motherfuckers crazy. Like, that's a big sacrifice, but we can't do nothing. We trying to check a hotel, motherfucker want to take a picture. Like, what's going to feel like taking a picture? You feel me? Like, but you kind of got to, cause we, you ain't like fucking Michael Jackson or something, where people just do that shit so much that it's probably fuck you up. Then you need to be doing it until you get where you need to be. So we give up our privacy for real. Now I do be feeling for like artists because, like I said, for me, like if I didn't feel like taking a picture. I'm not taking one, but I know with y'all, it's like y'all kind of got to, and if y'all don't, y'all gonna be seen as like a bad person. So I feel for y'all on that. Man. Now, D-Boy, when I was reading an article on you, on you, it said that you built up your craft in prison. Now, were you rapping before you went to prison? Yeah, um, I actually always been a rapper. I always liked Tupac and you know, shit. Like, that was my favorite rapper. You know, it was always like either Biggie or Tupac. Like, you had to pick. And I was a Tupac fan. You know what I'm saying? And um, my mama bought me some karaoke's and shit like that growing up. And I always did music. You know what I'm saying? But when I was in prison is when I actually had nothing else to do but, like, write. Or, you know, you know, they beat on the chest and rapping and shit for prison, you know what I'm saying? So, that, that's where I really honed in on it at, though. But I always rap. So, do you feel like if you wouldn't have spent that time in, you probably wouldn't have took it as serious as you do now? Um... No, I don't think that got gonna... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Do with uh, be honest with you, I really only started taking this shit serious about two years ago. You know what I'm saying? And what happened was it was like, you know, it was. I'm doing this, I'm out of town, this is what other niggas doing, like, you like, nigga, I'm rap, I'm sweet, you know what I'm saying, I'm shooting a video, but you just, I ain't thinking like this was gonna pay me, you know what I'm saying, this is just what I had like to do, and I started seeing that 
more people was liking. Mm-hmm. And when on YouTube and shit, when like a million was first a lot of views, right now that's not even a lot no more. Mm-hmm. But a couple years ago it was, especially for Detroit. You know what I'm saying? And um, and you know when you know you post a fucking video, that bitch gave a hundred people like it. Or, or 100 people view it and shit, and then, you know what I'm saying, you put another one up, and now it's like 500, 800, 2,000, like, oh shit. But nobody ever was saying nothing bad about me. You know what I'm saying, it might have been one person, but as I kept just doing shit, it picked up a buzz on its own. Like, I never really did nothing or paid for nothing, like, to get a buzz, you know what I'm saying? So. It just really was, for me, was seeing that people liked me. And I'm like, shit, I'm about to keep doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's when I met Joseph and got on for show mag and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that was another platform that I wasn't on. And now these people get to see me. And now they see me like, damn, this nigga sweet. You know what I'm saying? All the comments was the same. Like, if you get 100 comments, 200 comments, and one person say something bad, like, or two people, like, this nigga can't rap, or this nigga weak as hell. You kind of just already know, like, it's, it's probably some lame nigga or something. You know what I'm saying? So. And after you got out, did you focus on the music right away? No, it just came, it came, like I was telling you, like, it came, like, as I was just still doing other shit. Man, you need to get in the studio, man. Like, nigga rap. Drop something like people like you sweet, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of came over time until I seen that people like me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. I, I told my man, actually, Drew, Drew does it, he shoot all my videos and shit. Um, that's one of my closest friends, and uh, I'm like, bro, we about to do this shit for real, like, we about to, we about to do this shit. He like, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So now he like, well, look, this is what I'm gonna do for you. This was just like, man, me get tighter. He like, nigga. He like, nigga, give me 500 for three videos. And that, that shit 500 for one. You know what I'm saying? Probably, <laughs> yeah, a thousand for one. Yeah, or room board. He like, bro, give me 500. You know what I'm saying? One time though. Yeah. So he 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 started doing the videos for cheap as hell. Cause you gotta think about it. Like you gotta pay a thousand for a video. You gotta pay Joseph a thousand or five hundred dollars to upload that bitch. You gotta pay models and wherever you want to be. That shit like three thousand a video. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you wanna promote it or something, or mm-hmm. pay for a fucking hotel or whatever you're doing. But so he helped me get it down to where it really was nothing. You know what I'm saying? Then I developed a relationship with Joseph to where I didn't have to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? So now everybody, you know, scratching each other back around this motherfucker. You know what I mean? And it's like, as I'm growing, they see the nigga who shoot your videos, and they're like, who is that? Now he getting motherfucking. So even though he charging me this, he getting a lot of clientele behind it. You know what I'm saying? That them niggas pay whatever they got figured out. So by being cheaper, it was easier. Like shit, all you really gotta do, bro, is rap. You might gotta pay for any extra wild shit you want, but other than that, you just gotta rap. Your man's right here gonna shoot this shit for the love. 
this nigga right here, your other man's, he gonna do this for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, you know what I'm saying? It's just relationships is what helps. And I, and I and I can't even tell people that because the way it happened for me might not happen for another motherfucker. So I can't tell you, yeah, bro, you gotta build relationships and get shit for free, which is probably the truth. But nigga, them niggas ain't gonna just talk to you because you trying to build a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to build a relationship. What's up, bro, that shoots videos? Let's be cool. Like, it don't work like that, but it do. If that makes sense. Now, I have to admit that you guys are the first rap couple to come and sit on this porch. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, breaking, we breaking history. Right. Look, y'all broke the off the porch history right now. So, Rocky, how did y'all meet? Because I got to ask you that. Uh, uh. Okay, so we didn't like meet. Yeah, that's like some back in the day shit. <laughs> like I seen her at the store. Yeah, nah. Uh, so just uh, I was doing some wild shit, you know, and just so happened he was there. And I don't know. It's kind of like a situation where like he was with a group of people I don't really bought with. And then he said something about the people I was with, and then I was like, "Fuck him!" Like, I said, "Fuck her." And then I don't know, like we got mutual friends. So like the person that shoot his videos, his sister used to do my nails, and we just ended up getting real, real cool, like close. And um, you know, like so now we got mutual friends where I'm going over chilling with her. Next thing I know, like get over there, like what the hell, you know what I'm saying? And he just started following me on Instagram. And I just DM'd him like, I thought you had a problem with me. <laughs> so at first, like y'all sides were not. No, I did not no, like. No, they still not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> yes. Just so happened he was around them. I don't. Because... You know how niggas say I don't got shit to do with that. <laughs> I don't got shit to do with this. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I don't know what was going on. I was just there. That's when I first even was like, damn, who was that? So who when that? so when y'all's people first found out that y'all was like dating, <laughs> was it like some conflict in between there? Nah, I wouldn't say conflict. It was more like confusion. Like everybody, like, I'm a stubborn <laughs> person. Like I'm a Taurus, you know. So it's like, if you bopping with anybody <laughs> I don't bop with, like I'm not fucking with you on no levels. But he really didn't belong in that bracket, you know. Like once I really was just like, I don't know. I guess time made it where like he caught me at a good time where it was like. I was working on myself, just looking at a lot of shit different and stuff like that. So just like, 
okay, now I can pick out, like, who really don't have nothing to do with shit and who do. Because for a long time, I was just like, I don't give a fuck. If you blink next to a motherfucker, I don't, like, I don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, it's different. Because I know some people don't have nothing to do with nothing. And did you ever think that you would be dating somebody in the industry? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I used to make jokes and say, like, I'm going to give me a fat nigga. I'm gonna give me a nigga with some weight. I used to say that for like a year straight. And then, um, mm, I was, I'm like, rap niggas? Nah, no, no, no. Cause see, like, with this whole rap shit, for a female, when you dealing with somebody that's in your world, like, bad enough you already gotta deal with. It's some females that got ghostwriters, you know what I'm saying? And he is a writer just like me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna. That's it, but he, he a writer, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and he's, he's a guy that's already established, you know what I'm saying, financially, like got his own shit going on. So it's like, sometimes when you already a type of person like me, and then you get with somebody that's like him, a lot of people take away from what you done already did or what you're doing and place it on because of a nigga, you know what I'm saying? So that was, or like automatically a reason why I was just kind of like, mm, I don't know, but it's like, it's a whole nother world outside of being a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like we still like, it's thing like we two different people. So it's like, they only know what they see, but behind all of that, you get to see a whole nother side and just, you know, think for yourself. So Now I feel like with this era of relationships, and dating is hard. Like, it is yeah, so man. tough. But how are y'all able to maintain a really strong relationship? Communication. That's what we've been <laughs> Look working on. Like. Yeah. See, like, you know, it's, you know, I'm really like an old nigga for real. You feel me? I really feel old. I'm 30, but I feel 40. You feel me? And she younger. So I just, and I know, like I be seeing her, me in her like, I was like this. I swear to God, I was like this. It be sometimes, bro, she just boom. Be like, wait, <laughs> chill, chill, listen. She probably don't want to hear shit, but I make it sound good. So good that if you don't listen, you know you're gonna feel crazy. You don't want to feel crazy. <laughs> so she be starting to listen. But at first she was stubborn and she didn't want to. You feel me? And you know, you got to be able, but y'all got to explain yourself. It wasn't necessarily because I didn't want to. It's just, I have a history of giving people some type of power. And then when I do listen to them, I always regret it. You know what I'm saying? So when I got with him, I was automatically like just done with it. Like, no, anything I want to do, I don't care. I'm not second guessing. I'm not listening to nobody. No, it's over. I'm not letting nobody control shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's already harder because I'm in a relationship with a guy now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't been in a relationship with a nigga since I was 19. You know, so it's like that was a whole new world for me. So. How is it with you guys both pursuing a rap career, career and being in the public eye? 50-50. Give us the real, y'all. Because it's, it's, it's like, it, 
it got its good and bad. You know what I'm saying? Because for one, it's good because. All right, so like I'm a writer. I like to write. He freestyle. Like he'd rather go off the head. But like it been times where I'm like, damn, like maybe I need to get back on that freestyle and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just seeing how he work it, then he be like, damn, I probably need to write this. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and then it's like we able to like critique each other from another sex. You know what I'm saying? So like when a nigga telling me, and it's somebody that I love his music, I think he a dope ass artist besides me being in a relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? So like if he got an idea, he like, damn, baby, I think you should do this or, you know what I'm saying? Like you take that into consideration quicker than somebody I'm cool with that's just like, you should do it, shut up. You don't do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like the fact that we do do music, it, it do have its downs because you always gotta think about the person you're in a relationship with. So a lot of shit come off disrespectful or it might come off like you playing crazy or what the fuck, don't you got a nigga, don't you got a bitch? And you might just really be working, you know? Like even on the videos, but he put a girl in his video, everybody was going crazy. <laughs> oh, shoot. So everybody. you haven't put a girl in the, in the video yet? No, he did. I did. But this happened? one we had to allow. Oh. Yeah, so. Ooh, Rocky, was you crazy? Did you did you try to I try felt like that was my up? karma, because I did that in a relationship before. We was beefed out. I shot me a video. I put a nigga in there. And I just felt like the same feeling I gave that person he did to me, so I kind of couldn't even be as crazy as I wanted to be. So, I just went and shot me one too. <laughs> I didn't put it out though. Now, D-Boy, we know you got a bad one on your hands, like you got you a baddie, so how do you handle other dudes shooting their shot on social media at Rocky? Shit, I be feeling like, bro, I'm some real shit. Like sometimes I go on motherfucking um, Cardi B or one of them pages and shit and just look at the comments like, damn, <laughs> yo, this bitch going crazy. And that's when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. What I want for her, you feel me? Like, I want to see so much shit, dude. What the fuck I'm going to say? Like, I can't do nothing, you feel me? Like, I think it boiled down to, like, who? You feel me? Like, nigga... If you plan on ever fucking with me or if you fuck with me, like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that and then ask me for to do a song or none of that shit. That shit out the window. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> so it's just about, like, I think it just boils down to respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I don't give a fuck if y'all in the studio, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. Like, that's what she supposed to fucking do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be trying to get rid of ideas for shit. Like, damn, I know I probably really don't post to like this. But you probably do this. This would be sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
because nigga, I, I feel like we got two chances at this shit, not just one. You feel me? Like shit, I don't, I don't know for who. <laughs> Let's just make shit get there. I love that. You feel me? Like so, you know, it's hard, bro, because it's like it ain't just niggas, it's bitches too. You feel me? And bitches be trying to act like they're friends and shit. They ain't. You know what I'm saying? You never know. So you feel me? I told you I'm fucked up already. I'm trying to trust nobody. You feel me? You got to prove it. Like, you got to be able to kill me and don't kill me. You know what I'm saying? Like, then I'll trust you. Trust you. <laughs> and it's crazy because it's literally the same way here. Like, literally. Like, outside of, like, of course, I don't know niggas be, but, like, the bitches, it's bitches that do music too and I know it's when me and him ain't on good times, bitches dick sucking hard as hell and it's like, bitch, stop playing with me. Like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Then these the same ones when we in the same area, same building, they, oh, why can't I fuck with God? Shut up, bitch. Don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really yeah. fucked up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel so it. It's just, yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. That's, that, that's, that's hard. The, that's, that's the hard. good and bad and the shit. Like. That's hard. That's hard because niggas be trying it. You feel me? Especially if they don't think you know. But mm. niggas, I know. Niggas. Don't try to know that. I know everything. All right, y'all. So what relationship advice could y'all give me in regards to finding the one? Oh, that shit just happened. You don't... On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Just happened. I was gonna say that too. Like, I feel like before, like you never really know who is the one. So it's like, if you got time to be by yourself, like just use that time to like really know what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you don't want, what you expect. Like, we had conversations where it's like, we should have had them conversations before we got together. You know what no I'm saying? No so it's just like, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was no just care. like, shit, I don't want no nigga. I'm doing me. I'm, I need to rebuild myself. And then it's like, boom, I'm in a relationship. And it's What's like. Up, baby? <laughs> oh, that's you was being it. so serious this Listen. whole time. We was doing so good. <laughs> I told her, I had you know said, girl, I'll drink your bath water. He was watching makeup tutorials and everything. Like, he was on every fucking post. Like, every post. And then, like, yeah. you know, he used to bitches being in his pockets. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't need to do all nah, that. Nah, you keep it. Nah, I don't need that. You feel me? You making up rhythm with backwoods and shit? I'm like, damn. <laughs> I smelt the backwood pack in his head. Spray he on swear it. I sprayed Listen, it with the perfume. Listen, she sprayed it. Like, cause you know niggas in jail, when you in jail, you get the letters like. Yeah. Oh, you know I, I was in jail, so I smelt it. At like, this point, I'm telling the truth, like, yeah. I thought she sprayed it. Or she I put it somewhere did. where it was sprayed. And it smells so good. <laughs> and I, I ain't even open them bitches. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Now, y'all are both from Detroit. So in y'all's perspective, how is the current music scene? Cause right now, like y'all going crazy. It's, it's a good look for people that's not there. 
Yeah, and shout out to Detroit though. Of like, course. A lot of niggas is going crazy right now from Detroit. Like we on the map, bro. So it's like if you ain't there, you next. You know what I'm saying? That's the feeling you get. Motherfuckers looking for money. Uh-huh. They looking for money. So the, I feel like them niggas they watching. Uh-huh. And a motherfucker want to put as less money behind as possible. So the much as you do, the less they gotta do. The nigga gonna look like yep. Or see how the people fuck with you. Oh, I can help this motherfucker and make some money off of him. That's what this shit about. I don't mind a motherfucker making some money off me as long as I make some money too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think okay. that, I think like Detroit, bro, right now, nigga, go crazy. Go crazy in Detroit. Let me just put this in. Cause you said how is the music scene in Detroit? Now that is definitely true, but for us in Detroit, I feel like they get favorites. You know what I'm saying? Like, soon as somebody get a buzz, it's like they treat other artists that's not on that level a different way. You know what I'm saying? Instead of making them feel good like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, all right, so when I come to any other state, it's always love. Whether it's fake or not, so what? Y'all make it look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, at home, it's a competition. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you could be in a room with somebody and y'all both could really help each other. But somebody's so scared, you know what I'm saying? Cause they think like, no, if I do that, you gonna get more attention than me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's fucked up because people are not doing music because they love music. Like it was a point in time where you did music because that's what y'all wanted to do. You love this shit, you wanna make some, you wanna create some, all right, let's all get together, boom, we about to see what we come up with. Like, nah, it's like a competition. Like, oh, they just dropped, I'm about to drop. Oh, they dropped five songs, I'm about to drop 10. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, it's a competition. And it's just, that's where a lot of the problems come and this whole music shit, because people start picking sides, people start not looking out for you, people start closing doors on you. You could be, we can be in a situation like this, somebody come in like, hey, y'all know somebody that do music that's looking for a manager? And they will know five artists and be like, nope. Yeah, and or, it's just like, damn. One thing I worried about, and I, I don't know how, how true this is, but a lot of like the niggas that already made it up there, you don't know what the fuck they telling these other motherfuckers mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. Like a motherfucker can ask about you. Like who? What's up with dog? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, don't fuck he with a that nigga. Ass nigga. That nigga, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. because just like and it's like for no reason. Mm-hmm. You Probably know don't I mean? even right. know you, or if they did meet you, they had a good experience with you, or just or spoke to you, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying? It's it's you feel fake. me? That's the fucked up part. These niggas is meeting these motherfuckers before us and yeah, able to give to a motherfucker. Just imagine we went up, motherfucker, like, damn, so what about dog? We got to You feel me? You feel me? I'm like, shit, you know, do your thing. Like, you feel me? I like your shit. I'm not going to tell my opinion of if I don't fuck with you personally. Exactly. It's going to be like, if I really like, like your you music. closing the door on somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. be like, shit, fuck with that nigga want to. Like, shit, I like his shit. He's kind of straight. Like, think you might need to do this and this. But other than that, I ain't going to give it's you my personal It's never going to be opinion. no real hating that shit where yeah. if somebody went back and said, yeah, D-Boy and Rocky said this about you. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, damn, that was some hating that shit. Like, no, nah, like, for what? We don't get shit out of that. So what do you think took so long for Detroit to finally get this buzz that they have now? Our sound. It's, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the time and the shit, bro. It's just how the world works. Mm-hmm. This shit gonna be in history, bro, like the pandemic. 
for it's like Detroit caught on fire, nigga, right when the pandemic happened. T. Grizzly, Doug, Sada, all them niggas like man, going down there mainstream. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this, not to cut you off, baby, but Detroit always had this certain wave, this certain sound, this certain look, the way we dress, the way we carry ourselves, mm -hmm. where we come from, our background, you know what I'm saying? Just the city itself. For a long time, they was coming, stealing shit and taking it back home. You know what I'm saying? Which. That's what a lot of artists do. You go somewhere, you pick up on something, you go back home, go crazy with that shit, go here, whatever. But we wasn't getting no credit for the shit. You know what I'm saying? So now, because of the internet and because yeah. the people that's going crazy, because now we stamping shit, you know what I'm saying? Like now people are starting to pay attention to us because y'all don't have no choice. If we see somebody go do some Detroit shit and we don't get credit for it, it's trust me, motherfuckers is gonna go crazy. <laughs> it's yeah, gonna be like, it's, gonna be it's viral. like our our city, we like our own community, just like you said, like yeah. it's like a high school. Yeah. Like so, if somebody do something and they they fuck with the culture a little bit, everybody in the city gonna know you did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or you said that shit, or you ain't getting no credit, no props, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like with that, it's like. <clears throat> I just feel like because of social media, that really was able to help Detroit voice. Like, this is what we do. This is where we come from. And now people are starting to pay attention to our music. And a lot of people will say, oh, all Detroit artists sound alike. And it's like, no, they really don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got different rappers. You got the scam rappers. You got the dope dealers. You got the motherfucking strip club rappers. You got the bitches that sell pussy, the bitches that fucking pop pussy. You got bitches that beat bitches up music, whatever. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But we from Detroit. So a lot of our lifestyles is damn near kind of the same or close. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we Everybody sound like we other. rapping about the same shit, but it's like, <laughs> bro, you go outside, you gonna be doing the same shit with yeah. these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's dope though that they finally getting the attention that they've been desired. Cause we always had some good artists in the city that held it down music wise, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think that's what pushed us even more. Cause it's like, shit, we know we bring to the table. We trying to be one of the good looks far as music wise for our city too. You feel me? It's a lot of motherfuckers that ain't did what he did, ain't did what I did music wise. You know, like it's not shit to go in the studio, play a beat, record your voice, but it's like to really put your all into that shit. Whether you done lost money, made money, motherfucking time, because you can't never get that shit back. You know what I'm saying? Like privacy, like he said, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot that come with it outside of just being an artist from there. Like, you gotta really, it's different out there. A motherfucker wanna kill you just cause they see something in you. Like, and it's fucked up, they got different relationships. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like, so, you know, certain motherfuckers just might not fuck with you off the string. Exactly, and you could close it, go close on you that fast like, because damn. this person to really fuck with you, and then because you beefing with this motherfucker, that door closed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, it's damn, not like, I, oh, this ain't got shit to do with me, yeah. music wise or business wise. I see this being smart. You know what I'm saying? It's more like, oh, damn, I can't do it. So, and then that by the city being like that, somebody, it's not no rapper that don't got beef with somebody else that's doing music. Down there, every rapper in the city beefing with another rapper. So with that being said, you damn near gotta pick and choose who you fucking beef with smart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like and strategic even, as fuck. It can't even help you because it's like now all you got is your craft and your Exactly. Hands. Like you gotta blow up off the the outside the city now. Exactly. Because the city ain't gonna help you. 
But that's another thing too. If you pop somewhere else, the city love you. I don't know what it is about. It's just like, you know, like, cause you a girl. So you know, like that one nigga that you was horn a little bit and then he go get a new bitch. You be like, damn, you don't like me no more. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. trying to, oh, wait a minute. I just upload a new picture. You ain't see it. One of them moments like Detroit, when another city gravitates to an artist, Man, it's crazy. That's why a lot of artists that did blow and then come and reach their hand back, I don't blame them. Because it's like, you got to go through hell just to make it. Just On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. It's there, you know what I'm saying? And then once you do make it and it didn't come from them, they feel like, oh, well, bitch, you used to live here. You ain't came back, you ain't did nothing. It's like, nigga, y'all ain't play my shit. Y'all wanna fuck it with me. Man, what? The fuck? You feel me, it's crazy? It's crazy, bro. It's good. Mm -hmm. So did you have to get your buzz like outside of the city or? No, I just I just got it off of consistency. Yeah. And I'm actually good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually good. I think. You feel me? So. No, that's how you think. Like, you know, it's always. He, no, like, you gotta pop your shit because you are actually you know, really good. I got a chance to listen back to your music and. Listen, I'm thinking I'm one of them type of niggas like that you just gotta give a chance. And sometimes it be, they ain't gonna give it a chance, but it's like any nigga like me, any nigga close like me, any nigga that wanna be like me, any nigga that look up to me, like nigga, you gonna like this shit, cause this shit real shit. You feel me? I ain't one of them niggas that just could talk about one shit. Right. I'm talking about everything. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Damn, nigga, I'm talking about me and her. I'm talking about me in the streets. I'm talking about me and my mama. Nigga, me and my son, my homeboys. Shit that happened, shit that I don't like. Shit that hurt me. Like, I don't mm -hmm. give a fuck. I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm going to figure out <laughs> what the fuck going down. I don't want to put myself in the box. You know what I'm saying? And sound the same, like you say. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like, like, like what she was saying. Like, I don't want to be like, that nigga a scam rapper. He a right. drug deal rapper. Right, yeah. He a, nah, nigga, I'm everything. I'm an artist. Artist. I can rap about whatever. Mm -hmm. But a scam bitch, I know I do that too. <laughs> you feel me? We can rap about it all. I don't want to be put in a box. You know what I'm saying? So, it just, I rap about anything and I think they like that. You feel me? I think they really actually, they like the shit when I'm super turned up and then they like the shit when I rap about real life shit that you could be going through any day. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I think it'd be timeless shit, timeless music. Now, we all know Detroit is a whole crazy ass city. Like, I'm just tell y'all that now. <laughs> we misunderstood. Yeah. We misunderstood. Yeah. Like, down here, just to be able to, like, we was literally leaving out the hotel. We bumped into somebody that's a somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, just even y'all. I'm not just talking about just y'all, period, like Atlanta, but just when I went to Cali, fucking Miami, like the scenery is different. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you go outside, y'all get to see motherfucking clear-ass water and shit and <laughs> big-ass fucking skyscrapers yeah, and like, shit like fuck? that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and Kelly, you look up, you can see houses on hills and shit. Like, you go outside, you only gonna see your block and a couple blocks up. Like, that's <laughs> it. If you stand on a block with a Coney Island and a shot-up-ass gas station every weekend, that's what you gonna see. You can't see all the way down to the east side because it's on the hill. Like, we don't mm -hmm. got that type of shit. So, it, it fuck with you because this yo every day what you gotta see if you not moving around and going to go see something else you gonna be locked in what you see every day some niggas gotta live on a block that they beefing with niggas that's on the same fucking block <laughs> both of y'all can't even move because y'all ain't got enough money to work so, so yeah. it's like every day you gotta have your guard up hell yeah yeah even just because niggas be hating hell yeah you and niggas me? be broke and mad. Listen, bro, I just want to say one thing, bro. I just want to say one thing, bro. Stay safe, bro. Stay dangerous. Stay safe. But I can say this, though. Outside of a lot of the negative stuff that come with it, it did help mold. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, it's crazy how me and him can relate to each other so much. He a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done been through shit that the average girl don't even go through, ain't gonna go through, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, just being in Detroit, it do mold you, it mold you, cause it's, you start feeling like, shit, I can go anywhere. I done been through everything, <laughs> like, it's nothing that can happen that to me. Yeah. I ain't already been through. Now, Rocky B, when I first came across your music, it was the freestyle ragdoll and i'm oh, just man. tell you like when i heard it i was like nah like and you could tell that you actually like you you really do that shit. like from the way you was riding the beat to like yeah. switching your verses throughout yeah. the song i was like i love her like okay. that's when i became a fan girl i was okay. like nah i i absolutely love her now when you recorded that record did you expect it to go up like it did yeah only because the first this song I ever made, like, so I never dissed nobody that didn't diss me first. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a 90s baby. I grew up listening to Detroit music, listening to underground rappers, battle rappers. Like, this was before we was really listening to mainstream artists because it was only Nicki Minaj. For a long time, I couldn't really relate to Nicki because... I'm a ghetto ass bitch, like, bro, like, I'm talking about beating a bitch up, robbing niggas or some shit, you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't really relate to her, so I had to go and find other artists, you know what I'm saying? So how I was raised, somebody dissed you, you dissed on the fuck back. You doing this music shit, that's your voice, you know? So when I first did the first one and it went as crazy as it did, and then for it to happen again, it was just like, okay, I know I got less than 48 hours. And that's with the song and the video, because the first this song, I literally prayed over it and I sat on it for almost a month before I dropped it, because I knew what it was going to come with. Now you got to deal with people just want to diss you for no reason. People that, oh, you only came up because of this one and stuff like that. But And did you expect it to cause so much controversy like it did? Yeah, because it's a diss song. That's why I prayed over the first one, you know what I'm saying? Because when you just want to be an artist you know you try not to even like i'm not a problematic person like i don't want to 
I'm not gonna be in a building full of female rappers and be like, yeah, I'm better than all y'all bitches. I beat y'all the fuck up. Like, no, I'm in that bitch like, bro, be cool with me. I'm cool with you. Like, you can be popping harder than me. I don't care. Good for you. My time coming. But even if it ain't, so what? Good for you. You feel me? Like, just, I'm just big on, don't play with me. Don't disrespect me. Not in no song. Not in nothing. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people get carried away because they do music and they feel like they can say anything they want to say. And just from like looking in and just like your story and all of that stuff like that, I consider you like a true ass hard body. Mm -hmm. And I know that you call your supporters hard body as well. So how did that come about? Because um, after so much stuff on a bento, I just started like calling myself that. Cause you know, like I be having moments where, you know, I get depressed, I get down. And my people would be like, hey, you a hard body. What you talking about? What you doing? Tighten up. Wake up. What's up? You feel me? Like, shake that shit off. So, as I started calling myself that, I was on stage one day. And I was talking about me. And then I was like, y'all hard bodies too, if y'all can relate to me. Because it's a lot of stuff I put in music that just anybody can't just listen to and be like, oh, she hard. Like, you got to know what the fuck I'm talking about or went through it or know somebody that's went through it or something for you to really understand some of the stuff that I say. And it was like when I called them that, the way that they went crazy, I'm like, that's the name right there. Like, all right. Man, so I know that, are you an independent artist, D-Boy? Yeah. So with like being independent right now, what would you say it will take for you to sign? Shit, some shit I don't got already. Some shit I don't got. You gotta change my life. Like I want to be able to wake up tomorrow. Don't gotta worry about yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Or nothing else that I already was going on. I want to have a whole new life. Because <laughs> a lot of these artists, they get signed and they still gotta live in the same hood. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, like, yeah. when, when they sign me, we is moving. Yeah, like we ain't even about like, to take shit. I'm gonna call and get to my no friend. Like, <laughs> you feel me? I was like, hey, bro, go to the apartment. You get the shit out the condo, you can have it. You can move yeah, in. You right. can take everything. We ain't taking shit. You feel yeah. me? I'm leaving everything. everything. That's how much money I want. Everything that I don't even want to think about nothing except personal shit. Like that's it. Little papers and shit like that. You can have everything else. Do whatever you want to do with it. I'm gone. We gone, bro. We out of here. Now, we what know. what does the grind look like for y'all as independent artists right now? You said, what do the grind look, the grind like? look like? Yeah. No sleep. Yeah, this shit. I mean, it gets frustrating because you got to think we human. So when you running off of going a whole week, you doing this, doing that, then you still got to go to the studio. Like, it be days where I got to perform, he got to perform, then we at the studio that same night and got to get up tomorrow because you can't sleep all day, get up, do that shit all over again and, and do something gotta, else. And you got to still have a regular... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
still have a right in our life because it's a lot of shit we miss out on. You know what I'm saying? Like we have, have family members had some shit going on, and it's like if you at this club, nigga, I can't just go there. Like I gotta get booked for that. Like <laughs> yeah. not them, but it's like it's not gonna make sense for me to go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or for us to, and then it's like some people will try to book me and think that he gonna automatically come or book him and think I'm gonna automatically come all the time, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, the grind is just really like, you really just gotta like figure out what works for you. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta force him to pay you. Cause yeah. it's like, damn, much as I do wanna go, yeah, so anything you do, like, damn. I can't just go. Like, <laughs> like I can't even just go something. to the. I'd be like, I yeah, wish I could just something. go to the bar just by myself. Cause I'd be having some hunger sometimes, and they'd be like, ah, I got my kids, or I can't do this, I got to work. And I'd be like, damn, bro, I still want to do something. And I'd be like, bro, I can't just pull up and just go to the bar by myself. Like, bitch, is, is you crazy? Yeah. Like, what the hell? You better get two security guards. You go by yourself. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And it's not even a. Oh no, like. When I was younger, I used to think like people that had security guards and shit was pussy. I used to be like, bitch, I ain't need security in your own city. You weak as hell. Like I used to hold it, you know what I'm saying? But that was before I started getting shit that I cared about and I started doing shit that this matter, you know what I'm saying? Like something mm-hmm. happened to me, nigga, this shit gonna fall on a lot of other people that I do shit for, I'm there for. Like, even if I don't do nothing for you and you got a relationship with me, you gonna be hurt if something happened to me because I'm just one of them type of people. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's just really being smart because yeah, I know what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna but I might go to jail. The, with the security guard there. <laughs> you just feel me? It's just to be smart. It's just to be smart. That's it. Because I'm gonna still fuck you up with it's the security, so we go. So don't be thinking because somebody got security. <laughs> I can try still, that fuck shit. Still, nah. It's still like that. The security is for them, it's, it's not even really for us. Because it's gonna go down. You don't ever know. You be with them, all them other niggas, you don't know what them niggas gonna do. Yeah, and we not the type of rappers, like, even before we got together, he wasn't one of them rappers that was with a million niggas all day, every day. I'm not one of them bitches. Like, I used to be with a lot of bitches every day, all day. No, that shit chopped all the way down, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it really be us in our small ass circle, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's better, like, we feel more comfortable. Granted, we be like, damn, like, I see bitches in niggas videos and they got all these motherfuckers. I be like, damn, I wish I could do that. Man, I'm, I don't like, but I'm not people. even finna call that many people <laughs> Bro, because- Bro, you fuck around call the wrong motherfuckers. Your I'm gonna look fake as hell, out. like, bitch. Oh, come to, they gonna come, but I know I don't fuck with them. I'm one of them people that I can't be fake. So you, I might invite you to the video shoot and not even say shit to your ass. And then you gonna be like, damn, this bitch was acting weird when I got there. Like, bro, I but don't you, know why. Man, I invited you know what's crazy? <laughs> them is the motherfuckers that make it. Yeah, cause that's what they do. Cause more people talking that's about That's what you. they do. You know what? We about to have a party. <laughs> everybody don't like it. Everybody. Even we don't like you. So uh-huh. I don't, we don't talk to you, bitch, just know. It's so you can tell somebody. No, but I think it's really more so just my braces are stabbing me. That's why I keep doing that. But I think it's more so like we deal with so much fake shit anyways mm-hmm. with this rap shit that it feel good when you around the people that you trust and you bought with for real, you know, because it's like sometimes we don't want to take no pictures. Sometimes we don't want to put on no clothes and then like we be wanting to chill like enjoy whatever the fuck we doing right then and there like you'll get around some motherfuckers that just want to press the issue oh i know risk taker i know rocky 
It just record every fucking thing. And it's or like, record you, it don't even tell you. It don't even tell you. A sister be, be talking eating. to you and be like, <laughs> what just happened? Oh my gosh. Now, getting into the music, D-Boy, you dropped ODSA Volume 1 this year. How did that title come? Well, what does the title mean, ODSA? <laughs> it means On That Shit Again. Okay, On That Shit Again. So. Yeah, so, like I said, I make all type of music. You know what I'm saying? I got another um, tape called Feeling Like Dex. Rest in peace to Daisy from the city. And um, a lot of people were saying like they was comparing me to him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Me personally, I don't think like we sound alike or nothing, but I think like, you know, just I'm a big nigga. You was a big nigga. We be talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I think it was more of that. You feel me? So, but I'm like, I'm still going to show respect to it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ray Ray, Chopper Boys. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, I straight away went to, you know, just different shit. Like, I made a CD called Quarantine and another one called Thugs Cry. And they was different. It wasn't about just killing niggas. It was probably about my nigga going to jail and got caught with the bag, like somebody fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, uh, I hope my son don't grow up me like me, like do something different type shit. Like, shit like that. Mm-hmm. I try to get to people so that they can understand me. You know what I'm saying? When they listening, like, damn, he really this type of nigga. And it's really like a way of us getting. Yeah, you get to you know put it out. Saying? You get to put it out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because it's like, we both do it. We didn't make a song about something that's going on right the fuck now. And he'd be like, baby, listen to this. And I was like, like, you talk crazy. <laughs> like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? He was like, yeah, that's hard. You know, so it's just like, that's our way of being able to vent. But it's like, we like making music so much that we put our real lives in it. It ain't always just turned up music or, like he said, shooting a nigga music or nothing like that. It's just like, that's just, this is how we express ourselves. And we love doing this shit so much that. We don't hide shit, we gonna put that shit in the song, you feel me? Like, fuck talking about it. You can go talk to somebody and not get paid for it. Put it in the song, somebody gonna feel that shit. And I know this is not a fair question to ask, but what is your favorite track on that project? Um... That's hard to ask the artist. <laughs> that's what's what I, that's I, what I, I know like, it's not oh, fair. Oh, that's so hard. It oh, all depends on how you feeling at that time. Hold on, I need to look at this. <laughs> but also another thing I noticed is you didn't have no features on there. Yeah, cause uh, oh this yeah, no, 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 no. My favorite song is the True B Style song uh, uh-huh. that Rocky did, and yeah, uh. I redid it, you know what I'm saying? It was crazy because I think like, I ain't really even know. No. I ain't even no. know. Was that Not it? at first. I'm yeah, like, ain't that show beat? beat? Yeah. She like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, so the nigga had sent me the beat twice, but I'm like, damn, I know this your beat. So I'm like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna use it. But then as time went past, I'm like, what beat is this? So I knew, now I knew what song it was. I'm like, oh yeah, I like this song. Yeah. I'm like, she going crazy on this bitch. I'm like, I'm gonna do that. I'm like, they gonna fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? So, I just did it. But yeah, that's that's 
because of how it came up, that was my favorite song off of there. Now, I also noticed that this is volume one, so how many do you plan on coming out? I, you, you know, it's crazy, like, I really already got volume two ready, but I want to <laughs> know what direction do I want to go in? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I don't, you feel me? It's just, I don't know. A lot of people just be like, put that shit out. Cause some placemaker it really like, make or break your album now. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause people would be expecting this, just hearing the name, and then you would throw a song in there that don't really fit. And it just, like as an artist, you would be like, yeah, nah, that don't really go on there. Like, no, nah, we gonna take that one off, put this one on here, and it'll change the whole vibe of your shit. So I think that's where he at with that shit. Cause he got a lot of songs. It's just song <laughs> placement. Yeah, I got <laughs> you you feel me? I just, because I make some shit that's not this vibe. Yeah. When you think of that's volume one, you mm -hmm. hear it like, okay, today I'm on that shit. And whoever about the, you know what I'm saying? You gonna play that. Mm -hmm. So when you play volume two, I want you to feel even better than you did when you play volume one. So just cause I make some hard shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I want to put this out. You know what I'm saying? I can't just fucking slap it on here because it sounds good. Cause right. I might have to change the whole name of the fucking CD now. Mm -hmm. yep. Cause this the type of music I'm making. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I ever go in the studio like, I want to rap about killing. <laughs> it just be like a beat. We pick a yeah. beat. Sometimes you like, hear your own words. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, Even if you don't know what you're about to say. Yeah. You hear it. You, you hear, hear that shit. On this yeah. beat, and uh -huh. it might be about anything. You feel me? I might rap about anything uh -huh. at any given time. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be hard to put my projects together, y'all. So that's why it takes mm -hmm. so long. <laughs> he, we overthink. I was about to put it on just now, but I had to think. Like we overthink. That's the issue for real. Overthinking. They don't sit on the song for over a year and be like, nah, that shit old, and then play it on live. They be like, what the fuck? Where is that? Like, man, man, what? They want it. They want it. It's crazy. It's the songs I probably nine. hate the worst. That's the ones like. they love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this shit trash. Mm -hmm. Niggas be recording themselves, you feel me? Everybody. That's why you can never say, this the one. Yeah. You can never say that, don't say that. I came a long way. I used to say that a lot when I was younger. As I started getting older, it's like the way people gravitate to shit that you at least expect, you just learn to shut the fuck up and just drop the music. Cause it's like, you will be like, this the one right here and put all type of shit into this. And they go fuck with the one you least cared about. And they'd be like, damn, what the fuck? So, you just gotta drop music. Don't feel like this the one. Treat all them bitches like ain't nobody gonna fuck with this. So when they do fuck with it, it's like, all right, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> now, Rocky, you also dropped your respect respect the writer two this year as well. Yes, yes. I gotta ask you the same question. Uh -huh. Which one is your favorite track? <laughs> Shit. Hold on, let me look. <laughs> Damn. China. All right, I think I can go to it off this one. What's the favorite one off? Respect the writer too. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh, shit. Um. Okay, it really depends on my mood, but my favorite one for real would probably be The Writer, which is the first one. And I feel like that because um, it's just 
Like all my songs, like I don't, I don't. It's not really often where you would hear me like, yeah, I, I stretched it on that one, or I was boosting on that one. Like so, for the most part, I keep that shit a hundred or very, very close. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know the writer. I just feel like, yeah, that's hard. I feel like <laughs> I was talking my shit, and yeah. it was all facts. Like I don't know. I just like it. I love that song. And you guys also dropped a joint single, Like I Do. And I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. I'm gonna just keep it transparent. When a lot of couples do a joint song, <laughs> it be corny as hell. Corny as but <laughs> for y'all, I actually could listen to it all the way through and I could tell and see the chemistry of y'all's artistry put together. And mm -hmm. I think that you guys need to do a joint album. No, we definitely working on that. We been working on it, but what people fail to realize is we in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So we had to get through the whole, like, it was like, when you first get with a person, it's all good. You be under each other, oh, yeah, come see me. I ain't wanna come see where you at, all this other shit. And then you start getting used to a person because now you learning them, you know what I'm saying? So now y'all going through the really getting to know each other stage yeah. and not just, Cause you cute, or cause I like vibing with you, shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, we was going through a lot of just personal relationship shit, and just me being me. Because if it was left up to him, even when we was breaking up, he'd be like, "I'm dropping anyways." I'm like, "No, don't Bro, drop that shit." I feel like, uh -uh, I feel like it's bees. No, like now I'm past that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was on that for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just the person that I love hard. So I'm like, nigga, we ain't this. I'm like, no, the fuck, no, cause. I'm still gonna have to see this. I'm still gonna have to hear this. I'm still right, gonna have right, to feel like we right. still together, even if we ain't. You know but what see, I'm saying? she like, don't know. I wasn't listening. That, that was like my way of saying like we still about to be. <laughs> yeah. Because you are gonna have to see me and hear me Duh. and repost me. And that's what I was trying not to. And do. you feel me? I was. So I just you know, if you ain't never know that, that's why. Oh. No, but uh, we got a whole album. It's about to come out though. Um, and then we we had changed the name of the album and it was really kind of just making sure we don't come off corny you know what i'm saying like just because we're in a relationship don't mean we still can't rap how we rap you know what i'm saying like they like us for how we rap so we're not gonna just make a bunch of i love you songs like nah so i'm just trying to say who got an album with that girlfriend a couple um, of people, like Janae Ioko and Big Sean, oh, Big Sean 2088. Yeah. Okay, I gotta listen to that. I gotta listen to that. Yeah. And who else? Uh, you know, I can't think of it right it now, but I know that 2088 was a really good one. It so was. That was I'm not gonna is that a song or? No, it's, it's a album. whole project. Both of them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah. listen to that. I yeah. need to listen to that. <laughs> you done had a couple songs brought on before. You just but I didn't know the background. Uh -huh. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like yeah. when you hear a song, you're like, oh, that's Deep Brain Rocky. You're like, but then, all right. You're like, yeah. no, that's on the album. Yeah. But they got an album. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me go see what they. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What the vibe was on that bitch. Like that's what's up. Yeah, I'm definitely. We just had that. to like really think and plan out how we wanted this album to come because that's the way that the world gonna look at us. You know what I'm saying? Like if you come out corny, they gonna take your relationship as a joke. You feel me? So it's like we still wanted to make sure that we kept it like because a lot of people fuck with us just because we're in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we still gotta get them that, but we still gotta get the people that fuck your relationship with the music. Mm -hmm. They be on our ass. So we had to make sure we <laughs> get them some, you feel me? Like, and it's just, it's just really just making sure everything is thought all the way out and it makes sense later on. 
And this question that I'm about to ask is weighing heavy on my spirit. But what is one piece of advice that someone has told you that will always stick with you? Mm. Why I instantly went to like, what have he told me that's gonna stick? You can go first. Damn, it's, it's a lot. I learned a lot. I've been with the old heads, so it's like, I learned a lot. You feel me? Like, I don't know, I can't even think of nothing specifically. Like, you would have to break it down to like, what? That's a wide range question. Okay, just talk, say something like recently. That's the question, that's my step with you. Like a piece of advice? Mm. I got one. Keep your private life private. And it's so hard when you're an artist though, because it's like, what the fuck is private? It's not private. You get what I'm saying? But with the whole keep your private life private, it's some things is not meant for everybody. And it don't necessarily gotta be in the song. You can go vent to your friends or mm -hmm. vent to your people or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like some shit is just not meant to be talked about with nobody. Like some shit you just gotta deal with by yourself or whoever you're in a relationship with or whatever, you feel me? Some shit is just not some like, even if you can get it off your chest and talk to somebody, some shit just, you just gotta keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, I think that roll up. I think one of mine was like, Think before you speak. They going crazy. Oh my god! I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sound like a uh, car ride. Yeah, pass. car ride. Pass. <laughs> What's up, fam? All right. And before we wrap up the interview, feel free to shout out your home team. Okay, Detroit, Westside. Nah, let me make this very clear though. I always be throwing up the west side and I yell the west side a lot, but the east side gravitated to me on a whole nother level with music. So like, I don't be wanting them to feel like it's fucked up, I'm from the west side type shit. Like, nah, like, I literally love the east side, but I can't throw up the east side and say mm -hmm. east side, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's just where I'm from, but I fuck with the east heavy as fuck. I feel like they really help a lot with my whole Detroit way. So, so I love. Say she wanna thug, can you deal with me? I be always out of town, can you deal with it? If we fall out, we don't talk for some months, can I still hit it? You On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kinda like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem-solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. 
that will only get you the rapper Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.